0: Welcome to the Eskenazi Health Here For You podcast, where we go beyond the doctor's office and take a closer look at the programs Eskenazi Health has to offer the patients and the communities we serve or our patients and the communities we serve. My name is Brian Van Bachlin with Eskenazi Health Public Affairs uh, team. And on today's episode, Dr. Kimberly McElroy-Jones is just a hero of the Eskenazi Health podcast. I think this I think this one puts you at an untouchable record. Right <laughs> yes, now.
1: yes. I'm, nobody's going to catch up. <laughs> yeah,
0: I remember when we first started this, uh, you, what, a year, year and a half ago, we, I had a moment I said, you and I are going to become really good friends before this is over. Yes, so, yes. So welcome back. Dr. Kimberly McElroy joins, Director of Community Partnerships for Community Health. And also we have uh, Daniel Clock, Director of Facilities Planning and Management for Eskenazi Health. And they're here to talk to us about the new Eskenazi Health Center, East 38th Street, which is scheduled to open 2024. Are we looking at beginning of 2024? Uh, just when are the doors going to open on this place? First,
2: we, first quarter 2024 is right. when, what we're shooting for right now.
0: And this is so, OK, I skipped question number one. Dr. Kim, I know you've done it before. A little background about what you do for Eskenazi Health.
1: (laughs) Not a problem. I'm the Director of Social Determinants. I am not. That's Ted's title. The Director of Community Partnerships for Community Health. (laughs) And um, on this particular project, um, I was the uh, Steering Committee Champion for the Neighborhood Engagement that um, worked with the community um, on the new facility on East 38th Street.
0: And Dan, an overview of what you do and your role with Eskenazi Health. Uh,
2: First of all, I feel like I'm in the presence of greatness with Kimberly here. You really are, After that introduction, so hopefully I live up to the the fervor here that's being built up. But I'm the Director of Facility Planning and Management for the health system. We manage all the design and construction projects for here, as well as some projects funded by health and hospitals corporations. So um, I've been here six years now. I've been in the architectural community for 36 years. I am a licensed architect. Um, back previous to here, I actually did a lot of design work for the old Wishard facility. And um, so feel like I've been part of the Eskenazi and older Wishard family for about 20 years. So um, it's been a pleasure working with us so far
0: and helping our organization grow. The East 38th Street Center, when it's done, is going to be Massive. I I don't. I don't have a a great word because we look at West Thirty Eighth Street. Someone was telling me like it's going to be twice the size of West Thirty Eighth Street, roughly. Just this all in one, um, just center. Uh, Dan, can you uh, can you give us an overview of of what the what's going to be in the center when it's done?
2: Yeah. So you're correct. It is the this is the second largest project that we've undertaken since the new hospital. Um, It is about seventy percent larger than West Thirty Eighth Street. Um, a lot more services, and um, we're gonna be about 95,000 square feet, two story building on 12 acres. And um, the entire second floor will be our F- uh, FQHC clinic, and as well as some research space, and that includes an optometry clinic as well. So all the clinic functions um, for our clinic group will be on floor two. On the first floor, we'll have financial services, a pharmacy, a mood clinic for Sandra Eskenazi Mental Health Center a complete imaging center, which is unique for us. We've got imaging services in the West Side Clinic and here in the hospital, but not a lot that serves the East Side. So um, this will be actually full CT, MRI, X-ray, ultrasound, mammography, and um, full imaging center in, on that side of the city to take care of those patients. So they don't have to come to the hospital or all the way to the West Side for those, for those services. We'll also have a physical therapy clinic as well. Um, the Marion County Public Health Department will have a presence. They'll have a dental clinic as well as a WIC program and a babe store. And then we'll have, we dedicated a large percent of this facility on the first floor, um, probably 25% of it to community space. So uh, extensively with Kimberly's help and the design team, um, we, you know, over over the last year or longer, um, surveying what was needed, and so there's um, public meeting space, there's teaching, teaching kitchen, healthy living space, um, also offices for not-for-profit organizations or other community groups that need to utilize our structure to serve the community, food venue, and um, a technology hub as well. So um, full-service building, um, trying to provide as many different a variety of services as possible for, for that location. Um, it's also a great redevelopment um, for that part of the city. Um, you know, we were looking at locations for this. And when you kind of put a pin in the map on where the patients are that we serve, that is the epicenter of of the collective area the, that our patients come from. So um, that, in addition to what Cook has built next to us, a new grocery store being built next to us, it's as a piece of architecture, it, it's a great Piece of redevelopment as well for that location.
0: And we talk about where this we're a corner of East 38th and Arlington, right? Is where the center is at? Yes, East
2: 38th and North Arlington, correct.
0: Um, Dr. Kim, is so much of your work is social determinants of health. And we talk, I I I tend to I want to believe, I think, tell me if I'm wrong, this center is quite possibly the cornerstone of a lot of that work. How important is the East 38th Street Center going to be to the work that you do, social determinants of health, and helping that community over there?
1: Oh, it's going to be really key to that. And so that's why we spent a lot of time with Neighborhood Engagement, making sure that they had a voice in the process to understand um, what the needs were in the community. Um, And so this building was designed with their feedback in mind. Um, It'll create more access to primary care, obviously, um, but it's also dedicated space for, you know, mental health services and then also um, the community space. So there'll be opportunities for the community to um, engage, to have meetings there. Um, And then also with regard to social determinants of health, we can also have some of our key partners in that um, dedicated community space that um, will have offices that Dan mentioned. And so if we have some programming that we want to um, make accessible to our patients or the community, even they could come in and access those services as well. So say, for instance, if there's an um, uh, employee indie, for instance, economic development, employee uh, employment, opportunities. So housing, connectivity. So we haven't made those determinations yet of what those community organizations will actually be in the facility, but that does present that opportunity to address social determinants of health in the facility while also addressing uh, clinical care. Um, Dan, how do you
0: design and build a health center? What what goes into the planning, the design, and then the execution uh, of this? Is there a uh, meeting where it's like, no ideas are bad, if perfect world, what would you like to see in this health center? And everyone just throws things up on a wall. Like, how do we, how, how do you do this?
2: So planning and planning and more planning. <laughs> um, so, you know, the thought process and in, in the design process um, is the most important part. You know, putting that drawing, putting that idea to drawings and getting that bid and built. Um, probably takes the least amount of time because you want to put a lot of forethought into this. And this is really a result of a three to four year process where we evaluated our clinic needs, where patients come from, how many exam rooms do we need, how many exam rooms are we going to need to serve the community five years from now, 10 years from now. And through all that analysis that we spent about a year on, um, it was determined um, that, you know, we needed some growth potential in certain areas to take care of, of the number of patients that we had and the ones that we had projected coming down the road. So initially you always look at a business case study like that. And and what do we, what do we need to serve our patients? You know, what's our mission and, and how do we accomplish that? So, you know, as a result of that, then we put together, we started having programming meetings. What does that look like? How, which, which buildings do we need to renovate? Do we need to build a new building? Look at all those different options come up with the end result, come up with a budget, and then put together a business plan for that and make sure that we're able to actually execute that project. And then COVID hit for a year. Yeah. <laughs> but, <and> so, <laughs> you know, then we started design. So you got about nine months of design, about a year and a half of construction, and three months of moving in. So it's it's a long process for a big project like this because you want to get it right. It's a, it's a good capital investment, but one that you want to do wisely. And so you want to make sure the thinking part of it is is taking up most of the time to get that part of it right. So that, that's typical of any type of project and the type of things you look at. Look at other goals. Um, it's going to be another lead certified facility. Our, our west side is silver certified. We expect this to be silver certified. The hospital is gold. Um, so not just what goes in the building and how much square footage we build, but what are some of the other goals? Uh, Kimberly talked about the community goals, but we want a healthy building and environmentally friendly building as well. So um, thinking of those things as well, not just the program items, but what else do we want this building to represent for Eskenazi?
0: And when you say talk lead certified, you kind of touched on it, but what does that mean that when you say something is lead certified? So
2: the USGBC Council has um, leadership in energy and design, and um, what that is is a process where you design certain things into a building with the mechanical systems, with the lighting, energy-efficient systems, energy-efficient building envelope. You get scoring for all these points, submit that to the organization, and um, through the scoring, you know, there's higher and higher levels you can go with being environmentally friendly um, in terms of a certification. So that's, um, pretty common now in a lot of buildings, a lot of government facilities are starting to require that everybody hears about this on the news every day. Now, you know, to be, um, green in terms of your building. And so, um, this is a way of quantifying that going above and beyond what the energy code would have. So, um, it's, it's going to be exciting to see this. It'll be a very advanced, Building in terms of mechanical operations, electrical operations, for us. So um, it's going to be our newest and best clinic that we'll have built to date.
0: Uh, so I've, we've all seen the artist renderings of it, and it's it's absolutely gorgeous. I I saw one. I think the only thing you're missing is like a, a, a rooftop pool with a lounge area <laughs> and stuff like that. Like you have everything you could ask for. How is this different from? the other health centers and, and you you did just touch on that, but did we set out to be different from the health center? Do we maybe set out to redefine what an Eskenazi health center can be? Cause this one is it is so different. So what was the goal when we when you started designing this thing?
2: So each project we do has an evolution to it. The hospital really set the standard for the new brand, you know, with the name change, the new hospital um, the the way we provide healthcare in a in a built environment, and that was really the pinnacle and the start of you know the tip of the iceberg for the years to come. West Thirty Eighth Street was our first clinic that we built after that, and followed similar similar brandings, similar type materials, colors, um, but a lot of input from the community was given, and what what interests individuals and what really resonates with them. In the area, we were building that in terms of material and color. So it took the hospital materials and colors and identity and and slowly evolved it to the individuals in that part of the city. And with Kimberly's help on this project, um, again, we had a lot of input on color, material, and identity and things like that. So how do we take the same brand and the same identity, the same materials that this hospital has And build another new clinic with that. So you'll see a lot of the same kind of glass, a lot of the same kind of cementitious panels, metal panels, similar materials, but a little bit different twist. So it still has its own identity, but it still follows suit in the same family of Eskenazi buildings. We Uh, do have a rooftop garden. Yeah, yeah, I saw the garden. no (laughs) no No pool, but it'll be a deck and it'll have landscaping up there. Um, for either community-hosted community events or
0: for you know individuals in the building to be able to utilize, it, and it's just fascinating. I know when I first came to work here at Eskenazi, and I, I can't like I wasn't in a lot of hospitals throughout my you know, but you come walking in and it is so gorgeous and perfect and clean, and you can they. Everything was truly thought of and considered, and I can only imagine how that was then adapted and expanded on to get to get here. I mean, granted, it's not going to be a hospital. It's not going to be where there aren't going to be emergency department services at East 38. No, okay. no, I, no. Um, but but I got to believe that you took what was done here and like, okay, now what's the next evolution of this thing that is that? I, and I know I'm biased, but I just think it's just a gorgeous piece of architecture and I'm just fawning over it. So I'll stop talking, but how how was that? How did we expand from Sydney and Lois Eskenazi hospital to West 38th street or East 38th street? So
2: you learn a lot when you build a new building and when you're operating a new building, Um, our hospital systems here are very advanced. Um, it put us in a very good position actually during COVID and other pandemics and that we were able to care of those patients much easier than some other older facilities um, that are in the state. And so um, we took all those types of systems and made sure we learned from that in designing mechanical electrical plumbing systems for the new building. In terms of other elements, we we always include Biomed, we include our EVS individuals, we include facilities. All the people who kind of are, you know, the stagehands behind the scenes that are actually running the play, you know, that aren't the actors, but they're the ones making everything happen. So you get their input and you make sure that, you know, the, the elements that you're specifying and building kind of meet. Are they maintainable? Are they cleanable? Are they, you know, best suited to the kind of care we give in terms of medical equipment? And so it's really, it's a massive team effort to include the most number of people you can in a project like this. You know, healthcare is the most regulated building design um, out here. It's got the most building codes. It's got the most regulations. And so it's a very complex design. And um, so you have to have all the right people involved um, because you could easily go off down the wrong path. And And um, I think this health system's done a really good job, including all the right people
0: throughout the entire process. Dr. Kim, with all your work with the social determinants of health and the health equity zones, how has this project been received in the community? uh, And when they see this thing going up and then hearing the inevitable changes, maybe with where they had gone previously, what's that response been like?
1: Um, It's been very, very positive. We, We had a series of workshops that involved the community, so um, the individuals that participated in those have been able to be our champions for the project. Um, sometimes I'll go to a community meeting and they'll say, tell us about that new facility. And So um, instead of the negative stuff that you might hear. Um, and so they are recognizing that, you know, we've always been a neighbor. And they really, um, really appreciated the opportunity to share what they're, their, they were sharing. And so they've kind of become the voices alongside my voice. That to help promote what we're doing in that area, so it's been really, really great.
0: Uh, so we've had the the groundbreaking, we've had the big beam raising. Where are we at right now today? Like, what are the What are they putting up today over there in the, in the whole process? Sure.
2: Well, this, it's exciting because it looks like a building now. Um, you know, we were seeing demolition and hauling everything off the site, and then a pile of steel, and 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 now all that steel is up. And uh, they're starting to put the exterior of the building on as well as the roofing. And so the idea is you have that box completed during inclement weather in the wintertime. And so they can continue doing work in during the winter on the inside of the building to stay on our schedule of having construction completed the end of this year, 2023. Um, The further things we have planned on that site is once the building is walkable and and safe for someone who's not in the construction trades, um, we'll probably be hosting tours for our staff and the people that'll be treating patients in the building. So they get an idea of where they're going to go every day to work, how they're going to do that, what the space looks like, how to show other people how to get around. Um, and then we'll also probably have some tours for the community, as well as other individuals from our organization. So that as as this continues to take form, um, everyone can keep looking at that anatomy as it keeps creating this new body that we're going to be inhabiting. So,
0: was there anything in the I guess the planning, the design design process? Okay, get your ideas on the table. That was an idea that had to come off. That you're like, ah, oh, that's a bu-, you know. That was there any just wild stuff that. Wasn't going to make it, but it was just a fun idea to have up there. The pool on the roof. The pool on the roof. Right. <laughs> 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 so. It's not
1: too late. I mean, we can still get it in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be a great facility. Um, I really enjoy the design. I'll I'll have you ask him to tell you about how the the facade of the facility and how you can— he can better explain that, but one of the things that I wanted to mention is that in addition to that structural architectural mm-hmm. uh feel, we also are, I'm also privileged to be a part of the art committee, and so we're also looking at some of the art pieces that will be a part of the project as well. All right, Shati, you you up Dan, talk to us about the facade of the building. Sure, so,
2: you know, the 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 building itself, um, you know, we've pushed out closer to East 38th Street for visibility for everybody in the community. So it's heavily identifiable as you're coming down the road. You know, this is where to go for my health care. We kept it back a little bit from the neighborhood. So we didn't have a tall building looking down at people's houses or anything on the the adjacent properties. And, um, you know, so we've got a lot of landscaping buffer, a lot of a trail that goes around the entire property, a walking trail. Um, and and things like that on the site. And the building itself um, is basically two rectangles that have been kind of splayed open like open arms. And that opening faces onto the corner of North Arlington and East 38th Street, which is where the public transportation drop is going to be and most of our pedestrian traffic. So those are kind of the welcoming arms of our building in terms of opening up to everybody coming into our facility. And it also kind of angles the building. So you can, you know, we're looking out at the rest of the city and, and seeing everybody coming towards us. Um, the exterior envelope, um, the way it's designed with the glass and with some of these punched openings, these rectangular windows that'll also have colored blocks of glass in them. Those colored blocks of glass are all representative of everybody in the community and everybody in the health center and all the different individuals that we serve in the community. Um, and then this, this, the panel system that we have similar in our hospital and other locations, um, wraps around the building at different angles, uh, and moves up and down. And that's, uh, the, the, the typology and the imagery of a ribbon. So it's the whole idea of tying everybody together, the patients, the community, our staff, and, um, the whole idea that we are one and And the ribbon and the opening arms are, 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 typologies of, of design in the building.
0: And I have to say if they went that in depth on that much thought into that, just imagine what went into the actual services that are going to be provided there. I mean, it's, it's one of those things you start. You see why I teed them up.
2: (laughs) And and you asked, was there anything eliminated? So programmatically that's why you do the planning, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, up front to know what needs to go in the building and how much of it. So in terms of compromising things in the building, programmatically, nothing was really compromised mm-hmm. because we were able to continue working with cost and square footage to make sure we were able to get everything programmatically that we said we would provide in terms of healthcare, and still having space to also add things for the community into the building. And so nothing was really compromised there. Um, everyone's aware of the supply chain issues and construction costs and material costs that have gone up in the last, especially year and a half. So, you know, the challenge is always, how do you make a, you know, we're not trying to get published or make a name for ourselves. We're trying that if we're going to spend money in the community, we want to have something that they can come to that says, I went to this really nice clinic today and they care about me and they want me to have a nice place to come for my treatment so without being extravagant about it, right? So you try to design using nicer materials, durable materials that are going to last a long time and be able to be maintained. Um, but, you know, you pare some of that stuff down as you see where cost is coming in, but trying not to compromise the square footage that we needed or the, or the design of the building at the same time.
0: Is there anything we haven't touched on yet with this new health center that's coming in that we want to make sure we get out there?
1: I just like to add that it's beyond the description and yeah. the state of the art. Um, it's just, I'm excited to be able to see how this new model of healthcare is going to be deployed. You know, with the access to um, some community partners in the facility and access for the community to feel like this is a space that they can come and come to a tech hub to apply for a job and even apply for a job at Eskenazi. So not only is it redevelopment for the area, it's providing opportunity as well. And so just really excited about the project.
0: Uh, Dr. Kimberly McElroy-Jones and uh, Dan Clock, Director of Facilities Planning and Management here for Eskenazi Health. Um, So I, I know that we have lots of donors and investors and they get their names on things. And I, I I can't afford a staircase. Can can we get the Eskenazi Health Here for You podcast bathroom? That's can can we can we get a bathroom? We can get us? we could <laughs> we could put a plaque. Actually, on yeah, I just want the doors. plaque.
2: Eskenazi Health Here for or You I, one of one of the I, stalls. Yes, we could, yeah, yes we could. that's <laughs> all I'm not asking for much. I know
0: I know that every I, I don't have much. But can i can we just get a stall? I'll even settle I'll settle for a stall you right outside one of the one of the doors into the actual we'll stall. Nice. We could make a
2: deal. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you guys both for coming out. I can't wait to see this i mean it's it's one of those things that you see it on paper and then you're trying to envision it but i I really think it's gonna be even more than what we are envisioning. I know Dan, you're able to see this thing come together and you're you're trained for that, but I think this is gonna be exceed everything that normal people here think it's gonna be. I just I cannot wait to see this. And um I I I think the impact it's gonna have is we're not gonna be able to count because it's gonna just gonna be too big. So um but yeah, thank you both for taking some time to come in here. Uh, I look forward to our tour when we get to have one and hopefully maybe one day getting lost in there and having to call for help because I've gone
1: down the wrong hallway or
0: something
1: like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Lots of wayfinding. Lots of wayfinding. Very easy.
2: There's one public concourse as long as you're in that. You're fantastic. Everywhere you need to
0: go. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Dan Clock, Dr. Kimberly McElroy joins. Thanks a lot for coming in. Of course, uh, thanks to uh, Joe and Rachel for all your help with this. You can hear all of our uh, previous episodes on SoundCloud and on Apple Podcasts. You can get all sorts of information at eskenazihealth.edu and follow us on all the social social media channels and we will talk to you next time on the Eskenazi Health Healthcare Podcast.